Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Blizzard Watch podcast, where we, the mighty triumvirate that we are, talk about Blizzard Entertainment, its many games, and then sometimes other things, too. Um, you know, what, you know we, we slide them in there. Uh, besides myself, the other two members of this troika of ours is, are Liz Harper and Joe Perez. They're both here with me. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Um, so, yeah, we're going to move right on in and talk about stuff. We had... Go ahead and this. We had we had wildly different levels of hype in that hello, Joe. Wildly. Wildly. Well, I mean, listen, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that I get to talk with my friends and put on a good show. I'm just trying to be chill. I, I was maybe a little over-talkative on the pre-show. You should listen. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't over-talkative. It was fine. I did have to stop him because he was literally going to list every Warhammer game this year. Well, last year. Whatever. God, it's still it's 2024. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, but- <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about stuff that's going on. Um, as is always the case, we do a little bit of news at the top of the show. Um, all right, um, so we're going to talk about various things. Uh, a bunch of this stuff is stuff that I had missed when I was writing the email and Liz caught. And I'm going to do the something I usually try and do and go through Liz's stuff first because that way <laughs> I remember the, to do it. Um, the first one is actually interesting, and I had missed it. So I'm really glad that Liz caught this. Uh, currently they're putting up votes. There's a week long vote, which I think has started this week. Liz, is it today? Uh, it's live now. I know yeah. that for sure. So as we're recording this, uh, it's, it's live right now. There's a week voting for what the bonuses from various tier sets throughout, um, Dragonflight will be on the season four armor, the season four tier for every class. You can vote for a appearance, and then you can vote for specializations, like you know, tier bonuses for each specialization in your class. So you could theoretically go, okay, we're gonna the, the votes are in. The appearance from season two is the appearance you're gonna have in season four. The uh, beast mastery spec is getting the the tiers bonus from season three. The uh, marksman is getting the tier bonus from season one, and the one I can never remember, even though I should survival. Um, cause it's, that's what my hunter actually is. That's the sad part. Um, and the survival bonus is going to be also the one from season one. So that based on who gets more votes and that's, they're doing that for every class. So druids are going to actually have to vote on four of these things. Uh, and you know, demon hunters get away with just two, uh, once again, <laughs> yeah. oh, and, and you know, uh, um, that's actually going to be interesting because one of the specs, d- did they put in specs for evokers on the tier armor when they brought in the new spec? I don't think so. For augmentation, I don't yeah. think so. So augmentation will be like, yeah, um, whatever. Just give us the only I, set bonus we got. <laughs> I, I don't know. You, ever, I, you, I don't, you know the you know the meme from Rick and Morty of the butter robot where he goes, "What is my purpose?" And he says, "Your purpose is to get butter." And he just gets really really sad. I feel like that's augmentation evokers most days. <laughs> yeah. Aww. It's like, does this legendary do anything for us? Not really. Oh. But regardless, that's 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 happening, and it's a really interesting way to do it. It's not what they did in Shadowlands for their season four. Um, mm, they didn't. That I, I, remember, I mean, did they? it's no. I mean, it's just it's weird. It's it's a bizarre way to pick game features by putting them up for a vote. What are we gonna get out of this? Yeah, what madness will ensue. Well, um, one point that someone made, and I don't remember who, but it might have been in the post that you linked, so it might have been Phil. Um, he made the point that PvP and PvE players are going to be voting for like wildly different things for every spec. 
Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Well, right. Arms Warriors, right. arm, you know, Arms Warriors from PvP are not going to have the same taste as Arm Warriors from PvE. And I, mean, I am interested to see how this all plays out. Healers are going to have strong feelings about it based off of what content they do, because if they're doing the faded raids type stuff, uh, and they're primarily a raider, they're going to have different desires than if they push mythic keys too. Like that's a, that's a disparity as well. It's it's going to be interesting. Yep. I, I, you know, I don't know. As Liz pointed out, this is something they've never done before. They're doing a lot of things they've never done before lately. It's starting mm-hmm. to get, you know, hard to keep track, but regardless that's happening. Um, yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, if you if you have an interest in this, if you if you're like I can't believe they're gonna they're even thinking about doing season one Fury again, then you should go <laughs> and vote quickly and and vote for any other season's Fury bonus because you could get stuck with that tier that set that tier one bonus again, guys. Uh, it could happen, and it wouldn't be good. Mm-hmm. Also, this week, um, I I'm saying this week was actually today, I believe. Um, yeah, what was it? I, I forgot. Oh, oh, yeah, here we I, go. WoW Classic Phase 5 uh, is out today as we're recording this, which is Thursday. Uh, so if you play WoW, WoW Classic, Wrath Classics Phase 5 is now out. It's Ruby Sanctum, which means you get, it's basically... Go ahead. And this, this is the last phase for Wrath Classic, so we're, mm-hmm. we're winding up here. Yep. Uh, I think we're, we're going to see Cataclysm Classic going to... Be, going to beta soonish aren't we did they say anything um, with that yeah i mean early early this year yeah they did it is on the roadmap so uh, you're right it's soonish is a good term yeah so that's happening um at the same time uh while classic season of discovery is going to be releasing its next they don't call them phases for wrath class for, they for don't. classic uh season of discovery they don't they don't but i still call them phases because phases it's an easy word to use makes yeah. sense in my head yeah, uh, yeah. I think but, they just call them level bands, which yeah. mm, okay. doesn't really ring. Okay. The level band that they're releasing, however, and this is in February, February 8th, uh, levels 25 to 40 with Scarlet Monastery as their raid, if I'm not, or it might be Maradon. Uh, uh, no, Monastery, no, it's, uh, it's, it's neither of those things. It's huh. uh, Gadgetan. Oh, Gadgetan. No, what's no, the, the, I know, the gnome city? Gnome. Yeah, Gnomergon. Nomergon. Oh, it took us a really long time to get there, but it's okay. Nomergon. There's a lot of gnome cities now. <laughs> there's Mechagon, there's Nomergon. Like, I don't know which one it is, but yeah, it's, it is Nomergon. That was the one in my, and that's the one that exists in Wild Classic Season of Discovery. So yeah, you'll be able to get up to level 40. You'll be able to raid Nomergon. Um, I, I think that's cool. Uh, I, I, I am pretty happy to see that they're going all steam with what, with uh, Season of Discovery. And I'm happy to see, I'm interested to see what happens next. Cause the next band is going to just be up to 50. And then the band after that's going to be up to 60. Um, the first two bands are the ones with the most levels. The first one had a solid 25 levels. The second one has 15 levels and then we're going to have 10 levels and 10 levels. And then as far as I know, that's it. They're not going to put the other um, expansions. Like they're not going to put BC classic in season of discovery, but I mean, they could, they could release all the BC content on a level band if they wanted to. Uh, and then they could do that again with Wrath. And then they could do Cataclysm. Uh, so, yeah, they, they could do that. I don't, there's no talk that they are. I've heard nothing about them doing that, but they could. So, yeah, either you guys 
had a chance to go over there yet or have you both been really busy like I I've been haven't been able to I have been really busy. I've done I've done a little bit of playing in Season of Discovery, but nowhere near as much as I intended to because I was like, I'm gonna get in here, I'm gonna do Black Fathom Deeps, I'm gonna do all of this season of Discovery. And I, I haven't done any of that. I've done a little leveling and that's it. I unfortunately have not been able to step foot into classic at all for season of discovery. So yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to mention this one because I should have mentioned it just then when we were talking about it, but I am, I am scatterbrained 10.2.5. The official patch notes for this is retail. Wow. The official patch notes are now out and they've got peppy costumes. I am not sure what this means. What are, what are peppy costumes? You dress up like peppy. Liz, go for it. Pepe wears costumes. It's, you know, from Pepe, our friendly little bird from Warlords of Draenor that sits on our heads. The only yeah. thing people also has to lots of... from Warlords, yeah. Yeah, but there are uh, different yeah, things you can yeah. do that and, during uh, costumes, right? Y- yes, I mean, there. Are, he actually has a lot of costumes. Uh, and this is just three more, I believe? Um, yes, three more. Let me go. Yeah, it's uh, three more based on Dragonflight. There's an Alexstrasza themed costume. There is a Tuscar themed costume. And what is the third one? An Explorer's themed costume. The Explorer. He looks like he looks like Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Pete. Yeah, he has a little hat. Yeah. And of course, the Tuscar one, he's wearing, you know, his little little snow hat. He has a a little mustache. And. And tusks. And tusks. The tusks kind of disturb me, but uh, it does fit the look. That, so. is, he, that, that, is, that is the costume that I will obtain for him, and that will be the only one he will ever wear, my beautiful son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So, yeah, that's that's coming, and I don't think we knew that that was happening. There's a lot of else happening in 10.2.5. Uh, I'm going to mention yeah. the, the Gilneas campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you guys don't know... Uh, you finally, there's a chance to reclaim Gilneas, uh, which amazingly enough to me, I was actually surprised by this, but then again, I guess it kind of made sense. Um, back when they did the reclaiming of Lordaeron stuff at the end of Shadow uh, Shadowlands, both Horde and Alliance could do it, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time. So I was playing on my tour and then I'm like, wait a minute, I could have done this on my Night Elf. Why would my Night Elf do that? Um, and you know, it was kind of hard to get get my head wrapped around that but now for the the second reclamation the one in gilneas again both the alliance and horde will be able to participate um you will talk or either report to gen gray main if you're alliance or calia menethil if you're horde and Mm -hmm. it basically seems to be continuing from that forsaken heritage arm request with the scarlet crusade uh there seems to be based on you know the things we've we've seen and had data mine and so forth and people have you know gone on the PTR and so forth. There's going to be a, an increased Scarlet Crusade presence in Gilneas. They're they're up to something in there, and it might segue into um, the Arathi from the War Within. We don't know. We do know there's a mention of the Arathi because supposedly Kalia Menethil had a secret child who's heir to the Arathi throne as well. I don't know how that worked. She had a secret child with Anduin Lothar. Okay, no, didn't know that. Uh, that's a surprise to me, and probably to Kalia. Uh, they're saying what? Yeah. Regardless, that's that's finally happening. We're finally getting a conclusion to the Worgen don't have a place to live storyline <laughs> that has been since Cataclysm at this point, hasn't it? Yeah, since yeah, Cataclysm. Since Cataclysm. Worgen. And the Worgen even got kicked out of their backup home uh, at the beginning of Legion. Not at the beginning of Battle for Azeroth. Yep. So yeah, it's it's been a rough road for the Worgen, so I'm glad that they're going to get their 
now that the night elves have a new place to live, I'm glad that the war are going to go back to Gilneas and, and live there. It's a, it's a lot of cleanup and it's not a bad thing, right? Like it's, it's, we talk about tying up loose ends and, uh, the Lordaeron one was a really nice little, uh, tie up for that or, or tying up of that loose end for, for that storyline. And I mean, honestly, Gilneas needed it probably way sooner than this. Let's be honest, but I'm really happy that they're getting that done because Gilneas was super cool. Like it was a, it was a really wild, like starting zone and, and everything else. Like I, I'm happy that we're going back. Liz? I I really have no opinions on this because I am I am not a, a big fan of Gilneas or uh Gen Greymane. So it's I I'm not into helping out Gen Greymane. It's like you lost your city because of you. I'm not ah, I I I don't have many opinions about Warcraft lore and I don't pay a lot of attention to Warcraft lore, but the things I do pay attention to, I feel very strongly about. And I feel very strongly about Gin Greymane being an idiot who is now kind of ruling the alliance, and I hate it. But uh, yeah, Te- yeah. technically, he's not. Technically, it's um, he's, yeah, yeah, technically. Te- technically, but, it's, you know, uh, it's or- Paladin boy, not 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 Anduin. Why can't no, I think of his name? Why am I why am I blanking on his name now? Matt, help me out here. Taralian. Thank you. All all I remember is that he's voiced by Travis Willingham. So yes, th- y'all got there faster than I would. <laughs> I mean, I agree. It's it's good to wrap up these storylines, and wow, have so many that have been unresolved and have been just sitting there for a long time. So it it's good to bring this to a conclusion because it doesn't even make it doesn't make sense that we would just leave a city like that and just have just cut it off completely. So yes, I'm in. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna log on. I'm gonna play through the story. I'm not boycotting it or anything. But I I. I'm not excited about it either. This is not, this is not a selling point for me for the new patch. Fair enough. Um, I'm happy about it though. Yeah, I'm happy. I, yeah. I will be. Yeah, I will be I, exuberant with you, Matt. I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm I, exuberant. I will say I'm happy about it. Um, because, I, uh, go ahead, Liz. I am very glad y'all are happy about it. I'm. I'm a little indifferent. That's it. Yeah. But um, in addition to that, uh, we should probably talk at least a little bit. We should jump over to talking about. Diablo 3, because as we're recording this, Diablo 3 season 30 is tomorrow. It, uh, it'll yeah. Be, yeah. It'll be on the 12th. January January 12th. And it's a pretty big season. Um, it's kind of complicated, uh, even though they haven't, they're not actually adding anything new. Everything coming in this season is stuff that's been in previous seasons. Um the big the big mechanic, the meta mechanic of the season is the Lords of Hell one from season 25, which is the the legendary gems called Soul Shards that give you various powers based on the greater and lesser yeah. evils. Um, because, because that whole thing where we took Soul Shards and used their powers has always worked in the past. That's been a great it's good idea that we're so far. Them, so. Yeah, it's good that we're putting them in our hats, too. Nice and close <laughs> to your head. You want them right up there. Never, you never hear about people putting them in their like, you know, I don't know, like left gauntlet. They could always, you know, just jam them up in my head or maybe in my pants. I'll put them in my pants. No, don't put them in your pants. <laughs> don't put them in your head. Don't put them in your pants. Just don't. I yeah, insert black soulstone into forehead. <laughs> yeah, no, please do not. It's like literally, I can act- every time I think about the end of the original Diablo, I can actually hear in my head that bit from from Lord of the Rings. Like, After all, why shouldn't I? 
It's like, because this is a big, you're going to stick a big thing in your forehead, man. That's why you shouldn't. <laughs> but regardless, that's the, um, the meta for the season, the theme. And it's, it's got a lot of interplay. It's got, there's, a, you know, individual powers and some of those powers have, have a re- relatively big negative, but that can be contra- counteracted by either the power on the gems or the other thing coming in in the season, which is the altar of rights system from season 28. And this is going to be a permanent addition to, D- to Diablo, by the way. Diablo 3 will be getting the altar of rights permanently. It's not just in the season. You're going to get it um, on your live character as well. And the altar of rights by itself was like three seasons in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Like the theme was crazy. And the, they're bringing it in. There are changes. They've made adjustments. But it's still a ridiculous amount of work to get the altar of rights unlocked and it unlocks individually for each character. So every time you start a new character, you'll be unlocking this thing again. Um, you will be doing things like making the, the staff of herding just to feed it into a wood chipper to, (laughs) to unlock another rank on your, on your altar of rights progression, which is even more complicated than if you thought Diablo three's Paragon board system, I mean, Diablo fours, sorry. If you thought that was a bit much, this makes that look, you know, relatively sane and, and comprehensible. Um, I, I find this to be one of the most jarring additions. Not bad necessarily, but significantly ups the complexity in Diablo 4's endgame. Diablo 3's endgame. See, it's really hard to talk about these two games at once. I, I keep um, getting them mixed up. It's impossible. Yeah. And, I mean, we're also getting Diablo 4 Season 3 very soon, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing that Liz caught that I didn't. There's well, a dev me, chat. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let, uh, let me jump in for just a second and say Diablo 3 actually has a third season theme coming, which it's continuing Visions of Imnity with the um, the Nephilim Rift-like things. Yeah, but that's going to be permanent, isn't it? Yeah, it's permanent, but just like the Altar of Rights is permanent yeah. and Visions they're, of Imnity is now permanent. They're adding in stuff permanent. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, so oh God. They're adding in two season themes permanently that are just going to be available all the time. And then they're also at, they're also bringing back the season 25 theme. So it's like, you can fit so many themes in this season. Yeah, slapping the top of it. <laughs> hey, we, we heard you like season themes. So we put in more season themes so you can theme your season while you're seasoning a theme. It's like, yikes, guys. Uh, I mean, I'm happy. I like Diablo 3. I think it's a fun game. I still enjoy playing it. Um, but at the same time, I, 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 my wife also plays Diablo three and she's got it on the switch and I don't have a switch, so we can't play together. And so she's often playing by herself and she constantly keeps asking me, what's this altar of rights thing all about? Oh boy. And I'm like, I I can refer you to the article I wrote, but if you think (laughs) I retained this in my head, no, 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 no. This is, this is far too complex for me to have retained it in my head. I just know that the first five levels are relatively inexpensive. And then everything after that starts getting like 13 eyes of Chiltara or something. It's just, it's, it's, it's wild. The fact that they're bringing in the, the, the enmity thing, that's, those are like those rifts that have rifts in them. Yes. It's, it's it's like an endless cycle of rifts. It's like Russian nesting dolls, but rifts. Yeah, you go into a rift and you find another rift, and then there's another rift and that rift and another rift, and you just yeah, yeah it's you rifts all going. the way down. Yeah, you just keep going until you die, and then you you're out. Uh, so yeah, there's man, it it is a complex web of stuff coming, guys. It is in a weird sort of way. Diablo three that we we know they're not going to do new season themes. They're effectively not doing any more development on Diablo three, um, but it's going out 
like this is the, the first season with no new development, but my word, the, the amount of work they must have done to get it all in. You feel like, okay, they're not doing new dev, but this is not something you can just push a button and it's on. There's a lot of work here. They took an entire season just to get the altar of rights in like, man, it's just, a, it is a lot of development on a game that is not in development anymore. I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to say something. I don't have anything to add. It, it is absolutely astonishing that they're, that it's still going that strong. Like it's, it is an, a not insignificant amount of work. I'm waiting for Diablo three to get the, uh, re was it, was it Diablo two is Diablo two reborn mm-hmm. or what to get that treatment. The, you know, the, the pixels actually don't look bad. They don't look that much worse than Diablo four. They don't look as good, but they don't look bad. I, I just find myself wondering if they'll ever actually put out a remaster of Diablo three at this point. I am pretty sure they're not going to start doing new seasons for it the way they have a Diablo two. Diablo two is a special beast, but we don't really have to talk about that right now because they haven't currently doing anything. Didn't they just start their new season in Diablo 2? Yes. Like, I think a couple weeks ago. I remember us reporting on it. Uh, All right. Okay, there's Hearthstone stuff to talk about. Um, Liz, do you know much about the the mini Delve thing? Um, I mean, yeah, we're getting a new new mini set. And the thing about Hearthstone is all Hearthstone things are kind of like clockwork. You get a new... You get a new expansion, and then like a month and a half later, you get a new mini set, and then a month and a half later, you get another new expansion. It's it's clockwork with this. So a mini set uh, gives you a new selection of cards that fit into the theme of the expansion. And uh, the thing I really like about mini sets is that you buy the mini set and you get the cards. It's not this thing where you've got to buy packs and you got to collect the cards and blah blah blah. You just you just get the cards, and that is really nice because you just you know what you're getting you know what you're getting there's nothing random there is nothing weird um so yes i i really like this one i'm i I like the mini sets but basically it's just okay it's a new small set of cards and uh it cost 15 dollars, or you can buy it in game for 2000 gold and uh you get 38 new cards including four legendary cards which is uh that's pretty nice including, this is going to be a really good one for uh, any kind of deck with elementals, uh, Therizane, who has a uh, is a neutral legendary with a death rattle that doubles the stats of all elementals in your hand and deck. Uh, she costs seven mana, so it's going to take a while to, to get Therizane out on the board, but once you do, uh, doubling the stats of your elementals, that's, that's going to be pretty big, so I can see some very interesting decks coming out with that that focus on just being elemental powerhouses. All right. Uh, we should probably also mention while we're talking about Hearthstone um, that there's the a bad news for Hearthstone as well, or at least for duels players. Uh, if you liked Hearthstone duels and you were you know really interested in it, uh, it's getting discontinued in April. Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, I, Hearthstone I, t- seems to have this thing lately where they come up with new game modes, release them, and then they're like, you know, they wait like two months and then they're like, yeah, no, no, we don't like I mean, that. This uh, duels has actually been in the game for a while, so it's uh, I, I can I can see it. I don't think duels was ever very popular. The thing was that duels came out of sort of the dungeon run mode in Hearthstone, where Hearthstone used to do these solo game modes. And dungeon runs were a thing where you would go in and you'd have a kind of a fixed deck of cards. And as you won or lost matches 
well, as you won matches, you would add new cards to your deck. So every time you won a match, you would go through and you would get a selection of cards you could choose to add to your deck and a selection of treasures. And the treasures were always crazy things. And some of them would just, you know, do just crazy things and uh, really be overpowered. And that was kind of what was fun about Duel, about dungeon runs was you could if you got the right card combinations and of course it's all random it's like random these uh, these selections are available to you this time they might be something totally different next time which made it really replayable but the fun thing was you could become really crazy overpowered you could do combinations you couldn't do in the main game and it was it was really fun and i think there was a demand to keep making some kind of dungeon run mode after even after Blizzard stopped doing this sort of single player game modes and Blizzard dealt with that by introducing duels except uh, duels had a problem dungeon runs were a single player mode where you fought ai bosses and each boss was unique with unique encounters and abilities and in duels you were fighting another player which is immediately kind of like it doesn't have that really strong thematic story element that it had when you were fighting different bosses with different themes. And also, you had to build a deck. Like, it wasn't just when you played a dungeon run, you just got the, you know, this was your deck. You didn't have to do anything. You could just start a dungeon run, and your choices were building the deck as you played. And in duels, you had to build a starting deck, and then you would fight against another player, and then you would get to add cards to your deck. After that, you would get that same sort of random choice each time you advanced. But it was never, it never really had the thrill that, you know, kind of the dungeons runs had. And I don't think it's ever been very popular. So I'm not surprised it's dying. But yeah, I agree with you that Hearthstone has a tendency to roll out game modes and eventually just let them die. So yeah, we always they make are... Another game mode. Exactly, and there is another game mode coming. They're about to introduce um, Battlegrounds Duos, which is a version of Battlegrounds, and Battlegrounds is very popular, That where you play with another player. Like, Battlegrounds is an eight-player kind of round-robin elimination thing, and Battleground Duos, you will team up with another player in a, in the, in a similar kind of elimination match. But you will be, so it's kind of a team, more of a teamwork thing than you would usually get. And more of a teamwork thing than you see really anywhere in Hearthstone. So I think that's going to be interesting, unique, but uh, yeah, it's like if that doesn't, if that's not super popular, maybe it'll be gone in three months. We don't know. I do not believe we have a release date for Battleground Duos yet. But uh, yeah, that's the next game mode for Hearthstone to release and then immediately kill. <laughs> the optimism is palpable. I just—it reminds me very much of the whole uh, the, the the story in Tekken of Heihachi and Kazuya Mishima. I was like, lions throw their children off of cliffs and only raise the ones that crawl back up. Except it's Hearthstone in game modes. Uh, just you know, tossing them off. It's like, Rise up or die. Look, be like mean. Battlegrounds did. Hearthstone Mercenaries is trying to claw back up. It's like, nope. They really, they really have a tendency to throw things on the wall and see what sticks. But what I don't understand there is that they put a lot of development time into these. And then 
if they aren't if they don't if they aren't a big hit with the player base, yeah, well, we'll just kill them and throw all that development time in the trash. Yeah, well, I mean, part of it is weird they, though because it's a game that's chasing engagement, right? So, like, I guess it makes sense yes. for them. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, making duels and balancing duels—that's the other thing. Duels had to have balance, whereas dungeon runs, part of the fun was that you could just become super overpowered and it was great. But duels, because it was a competitive mode, you're playing against other players, there's some, there's balance considerations there. And that's kind of, uh, eh, you know, balance, game balance, who does that? I mean... Yeah, it, it is one of those situations where you're like, ugh, sometimes, you know, other players, the cause of and solution to all of our problems. Yes, but- and of course, hard, Battlegrounds duos is putting us right back there because you're going to be teaming up with another player to accomplish your goals, which... Well, I mean, we'll see how how well that goes. Yeah, well, if I'm playing it, it won't go well. But um, we should talk quickly <laughs> about some Twitch drops and so forth. Uh, but first off, the Twitch drops. There's one Twitch drop coming in um, on the 16th. Uh, Liz sent me the link, and I was looking at it going, Ugh. it's a skull-filled campfire toy. It, it is literally a campfire full of skulls. It is even named the Grim Campfire. And to me, it's like, so Sylvanas saw the basic campfire meme didn't quite get it, but figured, you know, we could Lord Marogar this thing. And so now we have this skull-laden monstrosity of a campfire to replace a basic campfire. Now you have this monster thing. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, that, that definitely feels like World of Warcraft. Let's, let's, let's put more skulls on it. Skulls. Skulls are great, right? Are you sure this isn't Diablo? Because it sounds like Diablo with all the skulls. <laughs> yeah, skulls are good. We like skulls. Let's wear some skulls. Let's put some skulls on our fires. Let's have skulls on our buildings. Skulls. So yeah, that's coming from Twitch. It starts <laughs> on the 16th. Uh, I can't find when it ends. Uh, on the 23rd. Yeah. So it's only, it's not that long. It's only from yeah. January 16th to January 23rd. That's relatively short for a Twitch drop, um, but not, you know, super short. And- you have to just watch four hours of WoW during that time, and bang! Grim skulls. campfire. More skulls. More yes. skulls. Uh, but we also have a fair amount of Prime stuff. This. Oh, I should mention, we should actually talk about the Overwatch thing first. I'm sorry. Um, Overwatch is replacing Quick Play this weekend with uh, the new Quick Play. Quick Play hacked Quicker Play. I, I don't get it. Um, but they're doing that. They're Is doing that a, like just a, for the weekend? Yeah, it's an event themed for Sombra. Okay. Uh, what is happening? Like, what, what does it do compared to Quick Play? I like, don't actually know. I saw it, and I haven't had a chance to investigate it yet, but it's a thing that exists. That's all yeah. I know about it. So, respawn times, respawn times are 75% faster. Payloads and escort and hybrid maps will move 60% faster. Taking control of objective points in hybrid maps are 40% faster. Uh, taking control points at a, is 40% faster. And scoring the capture progress percentage is 80% faster. <laughs> so it, I, it's all that. Things, it's, this is, this is quicker play. It's not quick play mode anymore. It's quicker. So everything, everything is faster. Everything happens much faster and that's that's it that's the that's the theme that's what's happening and there has been some buzz about people who are really not happy with this because they like playing quick play and maybe they were looking forward to logging on to overwatch and playing some quick play this weekend and you can't you just can't it's not there yeah i can see that but i mean this 
feels to me like this is Blizzard soft testing of you know a bunch of changes to quick play. Like they're actually considering speeding it up and they want to see oh, what if we Maybe what we'll if see. we monster speed it up? What do people how do people react? <laughs> you know. But regardless, wanted to mention that before we moved on to anything else uh, cuz there are a fair amount of um, prime gaming things to mention. Uh, there also there's a new pet and mount for uh, the six month that says on the launcher or 12 months. It says on the sources I've seen, uh, but either way, if you get the extended subscription for world of Warcraft, you pay multiple months. I'm going to go with six months. Cause that's what the launcher says. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's six months. If you get a six month subscription, you can now get a pet named Cypress, who is a little, little like dragon pet. That has like you know trees growing out of it, and it's like in, a dragon tree. Yeah, and if you want to see what the dragon tree looks like all grown up, there's the um, arbor. What is it arbor drake? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Arbor there's worm. A, arbor worm. Thank you. There's the arbor worm, which is again a dragon in a tree. Uh, met and fell in love, and that's where you came from, little mount. Uh, you can get that as a mount. So, but that's only in retail. In retail, the mount in classic Wrath, in Wrath Classic. There's the uh, the, the pet and the pets in wrath classic and it's not in retail and the mounts in retail and it's not in wrath classic. Uh, and there's also another pet that's, that's in wrath classic was like lob. It's a little undead thing. Uh, I, I just noticed the, the dragon quite frankly, I didn't really notice club, but I know it's there. Uh, and there's a couple other mounts coming as well to, to uh, retail, but the, so the quick, big draw are the dragons. A quick clarification about the six month subscription thing. Either if you have a 12 month subscription, bleh. if you have a 12 month subscription, you will get these things automatically. If you have a six month subscription, it has to be a recurring subscription with a future renewal date and you will get this. So they really, they really want you to locked in to get these things because it sounds like if you have a six month sub or you bought six months, but you don't have a, a future subscription date if you don't have a future renewal date it sounds like you won't get this but okay. all right my, that's what they've been doing though for, people, for a while right yeah i i'm not sure i haven't it's possible that i just didn't notice it that they were doing this thing with the six month subs because i'm on a six month sub and i have not noticed this but i just have a six month sub that renews so i i'm not sure it'll affect many people who are already doing the six month thing but Maybe just be aware of it if you're really into writing a dragon tree or a tree dragon or whatever we're going with this. Yeah, it is essentially like a treant dragon. So yeah, but that that's out. That's that's from them directly. That's not a that's not a Prime or Twitch thing. It's from uh, the World of Warcraft, you know, itself. It's, you, you will the, you get the you, subs. You get the, this thing. And you will have to accept the gift on your battle.net launcher. It'll show up as a gift item that you will need mm -hmm. to accept before it will show up in your in-game inventory. So look for them if you're doing this. Uh, also coming up now, we're going to finally get those switch drops. Um, January 18th is the end date for the Diablo four death's burden mount bundle, which is, you know, the, the, the pony in the bone armor. Um, that's again, ends on January 18th, right around the time that, uh, they're doing a live stream for Diablo next week, I think on the 18th as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's a Diablo four live stream on the 18th, which is going to talk about season three. Uh, I don't like, they were calling it season three, the season of weird lettering uh, during one of their other lives. <laughs> Hopefully this week, I, I this mean, time they'll actually have a name for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were, 
they were showing kind of like art for a, like a logo for season three during the last live stream, except the letters were blurry. So yeah, now it's the season of weird lettering, no matter what they call it when they have this Ooh, announcement. Spooky Egyptian season. Uh, but yeah, that, that's <laughs> uh, coming. Maybe, we don't know. Yeah, and we definitely would and, like, I definitely want to watch that one just to find out what and, the game is going to be. If there's going to be mummies, I and, want there to be mummies. <laughs> See, now now we're thinking mummies, and if it's not mummies, we're going to be disappointed. Yeah, that's what um, happens. I would I just like to add a reminder that Diablo for Season 2, and I had to think about that really hard so I didn't get those numbers mixed up, Diablo for Season 2 ends on January 23rd, and we expect Season 3 will also start on January 23rd. So you do not have a lot of time left. To finish up your season goals this uh, this season, so uh, get on it. Yeah, if you if you are trying to do that, you should try and do it now because uh, you've got basically two weeks. Uh, but yeah, in addition to that, um, Hearthstone's got the usual standard card pack uh, up until January seventeenth. It's you know a card pack, boom, that's it. It's not that's it's what they're doing. Um, there's also the t- tier skips for Overwatch two until the eighteenth of January as well. There's five tier skips um, from Prime Gaming. You just hook, you know, the usual, uh, have your Prime account hooked up to your World of Warcraft account, and you will get these five tier skips. Uh, I feel like tier skips, that they constantly do tier skips for Overwatch, and it feels a little bit like, dude, if you have to keep doing this many tier skips, maybe put in less tiers. Uh, but that's just maybe me. Make, it, make it easier to advance through tiers. I mean, Diablo 4 has given some tier skips also, but I I feel like it's not hard to get through tiers in Diablo it, 4. Maybe that's just me. Overwatch tiers are not that that not that slow. They they work pretty quickly. Mm. Like you play like two or three games and you're usually through a tier. Hmm. Yeah, I just find that the tiers I find tier skips to be less than inspiring as a reward. I would agree with you. It's a it's a weird thing where it's like thank you for, you know, I can play six less games now and get five levels uh, ahead of where I need to be. Um, but like, it's, yeah. it's, it's Thank okay. you for rewarding me. Thanks for rewarding me for playing your game by rewarding me not having to play it as much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <It's laughs> uh, weird. I guess that's where you're going with that. But uh, finally, after that, uh, the swift wind steed mount is in wow until January 30th. Uh, it's it's a, like a Chiron looking mount. It's cool. You've seen it before. It's, it's available. Uh, that's pretty much it for Prime stuff. Uh, it pretty much covers the week's news. So we're going to move on and try and grab at least a couple emails before we leave. And so, um, as is usually the case, if you have a question for the show, you can use our Discord. We've got two Discord servers. Uh, if you are a patron, first off, thank you very much. Uh, we like having uh, the ability to, um, to keep making the show and so forth. Uh, you can go to our patron Q and podcast questions channel. And leave a comment in there again if you're a patron, and we will look there for we look there pretty much first every time. Uh, there's also for non-patrons because we do still value you guys. There's a Q and podcast questions channel that's not uh, for patrons. It's for everybody. It's it's egalitarian and open and socialist, um, and we would love to, to have your questions there, and we'll we'll look there as well, and, and we will take them. If you prefer to email, you can however email us at podcast at blizzardwatch.com with the subject line podcast of Blizzard Watch, so we know it's for this show. It's also helpful, quite frankly, if you're leaving a question in Discord, it's helpful if you tell us which podcast it's for there as well. Um, most of you do. Uh, sometimes somebody doesn't. 
And that, that makes it a little harder. Cause I'm like, I don't, this is vague enough. It could go either way. And quite frankly, I steal enough stuff from Joe without you, you, you doing that. You, that confuses me and you don't want to confuse me. I'm just too easily confused. Um, this week, we only have a few questions. Uh, I don't know if we'll get through all of them, but we'll give it a shot. Uh, Joe, do you want to read one? Sure. I guess we'll start at the top then, huh? Uh, hey, folks, I have a small issue with the upcoming expansion in that we have to go underground. I always imagined the void attacking from space. Am I the only person who wants to see a giant void octopus come out of a portal and start eating the Vindicar? Mike. Um we, I mean now. Yeah, I mean not. yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and get that. Just only because- if the Vindicar transforms, however, into a giant mech, like, yes. like, like a giant light light forged <laughs> robot. Straight up, give me some Power Rangers moments here. Um, yes, but also like just because we're starting underground doesn't mean that's where we're going to stay, right? Like Legion started on Azeroth, and then we wound up going to a whole other planet. So like, there's there's the possibility that where we start will not be where we finish. You might get your void octopus yet. Yeah. Have, quite possible. But, but have either of you considered the fact that a void octopus could tunnel up from the ground and leap into the air and eat the vindicator? Also true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm considering no- it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to say a void octopus has to live in space. Maybe void octopuses live deep underground or in, uh, remote lakes or i don't know but i i think we could still get a void octopus i think i love the idea of a void octopus now yeah i, I mean i don't think anybody hates void octopus you know octopi void octopi actually technically it's octopuses <laughs> it's not octopi i keep forgetting yeah void octopuses yeah sure I, I think we're all we're all down for them they're probably really good at getting out of things too that's why the old gods chose them because if you, real <laughs> octopuses are amazing at getting out of things, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that answers that one, right, Joe? You think? I think so. All right, uh, I'm going to read this one because I don't think Joe has read it, and I think he will laugh when he. Uh, hey, y'all! Aaron Davis here. Wanted to ask when we're going to get a Prowler video game. Specifically, when is Hobart Brown, the original Prowler, going to get some love? He should come back to get revenge for the theft of the Prowler identity, forcing Miles to join forces with his uncle while also trying to mend fences with Hobart, a true hero uh, who is angry at someone else committing crimes in his name. Although he's spelled it try hero. Well, whatever. Uh, so, Joe. Somebody is, reading the cur- game? Somebody is reading the current run of Miles Morales comics, and I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, honestly, they set it up in the universe where they could do that pretty easily. So, in Spider-Man 2, which makes me very happy, is Aaron Davis went to jail, did his time, and he's out, right? This is not a big spoiler. It's very early in the game. Game's been out long enough. I feel like this is okay to talk about. So they set it up where he's sort of got caches all over the city where he hit a bunch of his tech and stuff like that. He could very easily come back, and they could very easily do a Prowler video game set in the Insomniac universe with him dealing with Hobart Brown. I would be here for it. it it's, it's not not outside of the realm of possibilities. See, my thing is I would, I, I don't want to see Hobart and Hobie and uh, Aaron fight. Um, what I would love to see is Aaron Davis is the prowler. Now Hobie is like the whistler to blade here. That's what they're doing in the comics right now. Actually. Yeah. That would be really cool where Hobie is older and wiser. And he's kind of like the Batman beyond Bruce Wayne to Aaron Davis being Terry McGinnis. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Just, just give me that, make it a video game and call it good. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think Liz reads those, so I'm not going to waste your I, time. I'm afraid I do not. 
But that does mean we can give you to read the final question we're going to answer. So pick one and we'll, we'll go for whatever. Um, okay. From Octomos. I think this is from Octomos. Sorry if I mixed up the name and the, yeah. The original eight races plus Draenei and Blood Elves have all have vendor mounts. For most players, these will be their first experience with mounts and, and, uh, wait. Yeah, I'm having trouble reading things. Heritage flavor. Yet 18 years later, we're playing an 18-year-old game, folks. 18 years later, they are still five polygons. I think that's maybe a slight exaggeration, but pretty close. And it seems very apparent with the War Within features trailer, they are unbothered by the Griffins of the same era being featured still as ancient as ever. To me, this feels like a base game quality issue, which has been made better with updated outdoor mob models, like the most recent and desperately needed Knoll update, but still presents a problem with these mounts. Given the state of all this, both how likely is it to happen and how would you imagine updated models for these 2004 mounts to be implemented? I just want to ride my racial elec, but it's so ugly. Um... I mean, yeah, I think these could use an update, but at the same time, the problem with racial mounts, as I see it, is that they're all ground mounts. They're all ground mounts, and we are increasingly encouraged not to ride ground mounts. In, uh, you know, in in uh, Shadowlands, we got flying pretty early, or at least not super, super late. And in Dragonflight, we were flying on day one. So, like, it may be cool to have these ground mounts, but how many people ride them is my real question. I agree, Polygon update, because the those 2004 graphics, they're they're looking pretty weary, and they we could do better. We can do better. Uh... But I don't know if racial mounts are the best use of time because of the increasing rarity to actually ride them, even though they're cool. Now, what I would support is a flying elec that you could... <laughs> Only if it's could, pink. Uh, I, I, or it has giant it, ears. You know, you're... Or both. Or both. Um, I Really, your fi- flying elec should be whatever color you want it to be. Maybe it changes colors. I... Personally, I think every mount should be able to fly. That's one solution for this. I don't care if it's a raptor. I don't care if it's a horse. Give it some wings. Make it make it walk on the air. Do whatever. Let's give us more mount selection and uh, let us fly around. Flying you know, is cool. You should be able to buy a little statue of a strange pot-bellied, long-necked, weird, <laughs> rectangle-headed thing. You can put it on your mount, and then your mount can just run on the air. Yeah, that'd be nice. I I I understand why people are sort of upset that the old racial mounts haven't gotten visually updated, but I kind of like the fact that they haven't personally. The it's a little bit of nostalgia in the game, and I think it's it's become an increasingly less problematic thing as the game has gone on over the years. You get mounts thrown at you so often now. The starting experiences have been updated. The starting zones and, and things have, have updated quite a bit. You get different mounts way earlier. That you get them just for logging in the game in some cases. So, like, your options are are pretty wide pretty quick. And there are updated polygon versions of racial mounts that have been released over the years that are very easy to obtain. So if you want to run around in a very nice, um, you know, 
cat that has more than five polygons, you can. Um, but I also think that it, it's not likely that we will see an update for those. I think that they function still. They uh, are there for people who want to have that nostalgic uh, kick. Um, you know, that, and I also think that the development time to update those would be better served potentially with other things that you see more often. Liz raised a really good point. Ground mounts are not really encouraged, uh, especially as the game moves forward. And because you get to maximum level relatively quickly these days versus back in ye olden days when you got to level 40 and you had to rub two gold together and hope that it multiplied enough to get a mount. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, when, when the, uh, we got, we got to level 60, the only reason I got an Epic Mount in the original game is because we were killing trash on the way to Encourage and uh, Staff of Jordan dropped. Yeah. It's the only way I managed to get that mount. The only way that I got it was by selling my services for uh, farming uh, Bloody Heroes, right? Um, but you spent a lot more time on the ground mount as well. And before that, you spent all that time running. So, like, the mount was very special. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's not as big of a deal because you have so many ways, one, to get around, two. Yeah, you, you get your first mount at level 20 now. Yeah. I think l- lower than that now, Lo- isn't it? You can have, there are mounts that you can activate as level one in the game still. So, yeah, it's, it is. The, that's the. um The recruiter no, friend one, is never, The motorcycle, no, the, the chauffeur. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I forget. I'm, I am totally blanking on where it comes from. I was about to say where it came from. And then my mind went empty. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm going to keep talking a little cause Liz will immediately remember once I get going. Uh, cause that's how the brain works. Uh, for me, I have a memory of this happened like when I was leveling my first human character. Uh, so like way back, I want to say December and January of 20, 2004, 2005. At the time I was doing it, I was getting my character up. They had an, they had the, the epic horse, which was just, it was like a just chonky or bulkier version of regular horses. And they got rid of it. Like that original epic horse, they got rid of it and replaced it with the ones that they have the swift mounts that are currently still in the game, which had armor on it and looked very different. And people went insane. <laughs> and it's like the the epic mount that they had was a placeholder model it was never intended to be the the mount they just had to get a model in there because people were getting to level and it was going a little faster than they'd intended um a similar way to like some of the original tier two pieces that, that dropped didn't have actual models they were using placeholders um so people went nuts and i think ever since then People have, to this day, people want them to bring that model back. It's one of the reasons that the Gilnean horses look like they do. The Gilnean horses that they brought in in Cataclysm are modeled after, they're like a higher polygon version of the original uh, epic mount for for humans, the original horse. And I think that that's one of the problems with this idea is that how, if you, unless you do like Joe suggests, Joe basically points out that you can just get a cat or... Uh, you know, a, a mecha strider or whatever. There's so many different models out there. I have on, on many of my characters, I've got two upscaled warg models. Uh, one comes from the end of Missa Pandaria. It's the warg you get for clearing everything. It's the head of the curve mount for that. And there's a warg that, that drops in, I want to say warlords of Draenor mm-hmm. uh, that you can just get. I, I have that one. I think it's for like getting to a certain rep level. Um, and, 
it's fine when they have upscaled models. They should have upscaled models that you can get. But if you take out the original models and put in higher polygon count versions, the danger is for everybody that's like, yeah, it's, they look better now. There's going to be somebody who's like, I don't even want to ride my horse anymore. I don't know whose horse that is. That's not my horse. My horse mm-hmm. looked like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, objectively, my Pinto that I have still have because my <laughs> the first mount my, my character ever got. My first, my first warrior ever got. He got that Pinto. I still got it. And it's, I'm very fond of it, but it is, it is ridiculously pugly. It is just terrible. It's, it's a, it's a 2004 model. And that's not World of Warcraft's fault that it's lasted 18 years this year. But at the same time, that model was originally rendered in the alpha in like 2000 period, just 2000. That model has existed in one form or another for 24 years. It's not fair to expect it to look as good as modern stuff. But at the same time, a lot of people like it despite that and there's that Mm. danger i think there should be an option to get mounts that look better if you want that and they should leave the models they have in just because for every person like me for every person that that wants to upscale model on their original mounts there's someone like me who would really miss my pinto if it suddenly actually looked like a horse like i'd be like what happened to my my strange amorphous skin stretched over some kind of robot skeleton horse. Why are you a real horse now? <laughs> what happened to you? What have you seen? What dark, what dark bargains have you made? So it's yeah, like that's how they where I am on it. It's kind of like how they haven't updated the tree polygons either in the old world too. Right. Like oh, yeah. I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't know what to do with that. Yeah. If suddenly they looked like real trees instead of yeah. like, like wooden cutouts of trees that have been like set up at an angle. Like there's something very sound stagey about the, the, the trees in the original settings. Especially Elwyn Forest. I'm like, mm, I don't mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess do you guys, I think that's it. Unless you guys want to try and push on to the last question. Might as well. We're here. Liz? No, I'm, I'm here for answering questions. All right. I will read this last one. Then. Um, here is a cook for upcoming ideas. Just curious on your thoughts. This is from Carbon, by the way. C-A-R-B-A-N. Uh, I'm pronouncing it Carbon because he didn't give a pronunciation. So, after the World Soul Saga, I feel like lots of stories and characters will be sort of wrapped up. What would you guys think about a reset where all of our characters are no longer eligible for new content? We start a fresh character, and that starting zone is at our warband, where we recover all of our gold, mm-hmm. achievements, mounts, etc., and discuss how this must have been where the champions of Azeroth lived. We recover all of our stuff and then move forward. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going to say Liz, because she made a hum sound. Hmm, I... I- Hmm. I I just don't see. Hmm. <laughs> I'm getting repetitive here. I mean, this sounds like a seasonal content model. This is like what we're sort of what we're doing in Diablo Four and Diablo the, every Diablo for a really long time. We're getting to a point. We start over and we we play the game fresh. It, it but hmm, Warcraft has always kind of had the thing where you can. You know, you can just do that. You can just go and play an alt, and a lot of people do play alts. A lot of people like playing alts, but it's never quite had that same sort of seasonal rotation. Uh, the war brand is an interesting angle to introduce it from, but I'm just... Warcraft isn't quite that same style of game where you have that sort of seasonal like, gameplay. Joe? I will stop playing this game. Uh, like, it sounds harsh, but the character loader has been with me for two decades at this point. I created the character in closed beta way back when 
played it through open beta, played it through vanilla, played it through burning crusade. It's been a large part of my enjoyment of this game. If it ever came to a point where blizzard turned around and said, you can't play this character anymore. Even if I could re-roll another character that is functionally the same, I have a problem with that. And while some people may find that cool, um, I don't. Uh, I've gone on record of saying I don't really like that seasonal model for Diablo. It's one of the few things mm-hmm. about Diablo 4 that I just don't like. I don't like investing all of my time into a character uh, and then being told, well, you can't experience this new content. Sorry, go roll another character. It's not for me, especially in an MMO, uh, especially where a lot of that identity for that character is built up in my memories and I have such a heavy connection to it. Like, I don't want to just put it on a shelf and like wistfully look at it. Um, maybe that's just me, but I feel that there's probably a lot of players that feel very similar to that. Um, and again, for people that want to do that, that's something that they can impose themselves in new content. I have to roll a new character and move forward. Great. That's a choice you can make. But if that choice is ever taken away from me, I'm done. Like, that's it. I will, I will legitimately stop playing the game at that point. And Matt? What? Oh, go ahead, Liz. I, I would like to jump in with with an alternative. What if there was a seasonal model like Season of Discovery has where you have an option to play this sort of thing with a new character, but you can continue playing the game, original game, as you like? Doesn't work for me in WoW. It, WoW is not a game that works for me. And again, because, again, how I feel about that in Diablo 4, don't like it. It's not my thing. It. I get you. For, for me, that doesn't work. How do you feel, Matt? I'm okay. How are you? No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that's not the response. Sorry. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't feel as strongly as you do about it, Joe. Like I would be fine if they put in a season of discovery for retail. Wow. Like if there was, you could go to the season of discovery server and play there on a new character. And it isn't, it's a completely new character. It starts over as long as it doesn't affect my main, it doesn't get rid of my main. I can still play my main. I can still raid on it, do everything I want to do then it doesn't bother me. Like I don't, I'm not bothered by the seasonal model for Diablo for that reason. I've still got my first character. I can still play them. But at the same time, I feel like if you're going to do this, the idea of you get to go and get all your stuff back, like why make me replace my character then? Why can't I play my character if you're going to make me, if I'm going to get all my stuff back? Do you know what I mean? Like at that point, you've just made me get a name change through a very elaborate method. <laughs> and maybe not even a name change, because if I can use the name of my character, what was the point of this? I've created a Draenei, you know, warrior with all, the same name and the same... It's like, and now I have all my stuff. Why would I... That doesn't make any sense. I basically just made my character again. Why, why make me do that? If you're going to do this, it needs to be all gone. Like, you are somebody else now. Uh, and and I get why Joe doesn't like it, and I get why a lot of other people wouldn't like it, because I mean, not just be for the the objection I just raised, but you know, I, if I want to stop playing a character, that's one thing. If I choose to stop playing a character, that's one thing. Yeah. But I don't want you to choose for me. Like I'm fine with you doing like say they wanted to do a, a thing where they're going to jump 500 years in the future. You can start your a new character completely scratch. And you get this storyline about finding the champions of Azeroth. But if you want to play your original character, your original character is in the same place that the champion of Azeroth gear is in a stasis cube. And you step out of it and you're like, what just happened? Where am I? That would be how I would do it. I wouldn't do a thing where you lose your character. Because people get, 
I was just talking about it with the mounts thing. Uh, when people got really upset that they didn't have their same epic mount, people got mad for the character. Remember, remember yep. all the different character model changes they made. People got mad. People got mad that their human had a real face now. Yeah, and didn't just look like a like he smashed his head into a bell repeatedly. He now has an actual face. It's somewhat still ugly, but it's a real face. People didn't like that because it didn't feel the same anymore. You have to be really careful with this kind of thing because if you break the feeling. People suddenly remember, oh, my God, I can do anything else with my life. I don't yeah. have to be here right now uh, doing this game because I, I love World of Warcraft, but it is sometimes it does feel very much like my second or third job. Yeah, and uh, it's, so, it's, yeah. it's that choice thing that really, really kicks me, right? Yeah, like, and it, it, it kicks a lot of people. A lot of people's attachments are more important to them than the stuff. Mm-hmm. And. Also, I mean, I find myself wondering, okay, wait a minute. I get all my stuff back. What about, like, I'm starting at level one. I was level, like, whatever highest level is. I had raid gear. Do I get that back? Am I going to be level one in raid gear? Like, how is level one raid Is raid gear going to be, like, easily outdone by a white drop at level one? <laughs> like, how are we doing this, guys? Does, my, does, does all the gear that gives you power basically just turn into piles of money? Like, like what are we doing? So I, I think there's an interesting idea in here. And I, I definitely think you could do some kind of form of seasonal play in WoW and it would, be, it would work for the majority of people. But I don't think I would want to play in a game where they just say, hey, remember that original warrior you made that you still got and you still level every expansion? Yeah, he's gone. I mean, I break that guy out of mothballs every expansion. I did it just again in Dragonflight. I'll do it again in uh, The War Within. I like leveling him. Yeah, it's like I, I do that with my I do that with my hunter. My hunter was the second character I ever made in WoW because I had my shaman on horde side, my hunter on a lion side, and I played the heck out of that character. I still level it. Heck, I was raining with it in guild uh, yesterday, <laughs> right? Like it, it, it's because yeah. I have a severe attachment to those characters. Yeah, so I certainly think that there's room for a seasonal model of some kind, as and long I think as it's, it's a an choice. interesting idea. But the idea that you, I want if you can choose to play. If you can choose to do this, my thing is that you, it should be all in nothing. Like you shouldn't get your gear back. No, you've chosen to play a level one character. Um, Diablo four actually is more lenient about that than I would be. Like you can put your gear. If you're playing a character on, on a seasonal realm, the first one starts at nothing, but every character you make on a seasonal realm in Diablo four afterwards has access to the same stash. So they can actually wear the gear. Yeah. Uh, in some cases not, but usually they can, unless it's specifically and, for a class. And that's something that I think I would the, not want in WoW. If you're starting over at level one, start over. And the, the, the other last quick thing, though, too, is if new content was gated behind that and you were forced to do that in order to experience new content at all, I think that would also be a problem. There's a way that this could work that would satisfy players that want to experience it, but as long as it doesn't take player agency away, I'd be fine. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add before we go, Liz? No. Okay. So again, guys, uh, this is pretty much it. We're, we're going to be leaving now. So first off, uh, thank you guys for being here and all that. But if you have a question for the show, please either email it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with the uh, show that it's for in the uh in the uh, header that, that'd be really helpful or you can go to our discord server you can go to our q and patron 
Q&N podcast questions channel, sorry, if you're a non-patron or a patron Q&N podcast questions channel, if you are a patron and you can ask your questions there. Um, stuff that's really helpful is telling us what show it's for, giving us a pronunciation if your name is a little harder to pronounce or if it's one that none of us would have ever seen before and we're just trying to, to figure it out. That way we can say it the way you say it and not, not feel like we're, we're messing that up. Uh, this has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. Joe has a thing he has to do, and I almost forgot. Joe? Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. Your continued support means that this podcast lighting community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast for the queue, and an ads-free site experience. Thank you, Joe. Uh, and again, this has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. Thank you all so much for being here with us, uh, and we'll be back next week.